Hi, I'm Jeannie Kelly, your credit coach, and I'm so excited to have Carol Pesci with me today. Hi, Carol. Hi, Jeannie. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Very happy to be here with you. Hanging I'm so out. excited. Even if it's virtually, I'll take it. I know. I feel the same way. I'm excited. I always get excited to talk to you and you're always working on a lot of things. One thing is I just want to tell everyone, if you don't know about Carol, you're going to fall in love with her during this podcast. She has a company, Little Pink Press, and she helps people become authors, right? I mean, yes, I, I focus on books that are either by or for women. So, okay. so far, all of my clients have been uh, female authors. Okay. And also, and this is something so important for a start of a new year, and then always, whenever I feel like a reset button, but you have a book out now, 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibe, and in just 21 days, wait, I want to make sure people <laughs> there can see that. I absolutely <clears throat> love this book. I feel like it doesn't matter what day I can pick different pages up and I kind of play a game with myself to do that, you know, and just see where just kind it of lands. flip it open and see what strikes you. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. So tell me about this book and what um, had you want to share this with everybody? Well, the premise behind um, 21 ways to raise your vibe in 21 days is to let people know that how we feel our mood, our level of happiness or uh, being in the middle ground, which is neutral or feeling down, all of those feelings matter very, very much on many levels. They matter, matter for us physically. If we are down in the low uh, moods and feelings of despair or anger, and we spend a lot of time there, that affects us physically. That's no surprise. And what we now know is that um, everything in the universe, this is not just woo-woo speak, it's now science, proven science, that everything at the elemental core is energy. And we actually are in a constant state of communication with everything on an energetic level. Oversimplification, but that's exactly what it is. Whether that is other people, Jeannie, I'm sure you have had people walk in a room and you get a sense, I like them before you even communicate with them. You're, right. you're feeling their energy, their vibe, um, or vice versa. Sometimes we get the opposite feeling <laughs> like that. You don't even speak to somebody, you get a feeling that's no good. And sometimes people will tell you you're being judgmental. And I say that you are reading their energy. So we communicate with other people. We communicate with experiences, um, our own physical body, every cell in our body on an energetic level. So this whole movement of uh, good vibes only, raise your vibe, there's a lot more to it. Um, and so this book is designed to help people realize that your energy, aka your mood, matters and give you a 21 different ways that you can choose each day that will do something that will boost your mood, make you feel better, lighter, happier, raise your emotions up to higher levels and watch what happens in your life. Yeah, I love it. And like I said, like some stuff, you know, you write down some stuff. It's what you can do in your day. You know, I I love I read it all at once. I will say that. So I know you could do it all different ways, right? You could just go pick, you know, chapter by chapter. But I liked going from the beginning to the end. And then I got this book during the summer. So during the summer, I really did go kind of step by step. 
Now, because I love it so much, it's always on my desk. I just, I play a game with myself and just open up. I feel like, well, maybe, you know, this is what I'll need today. And I just reread it again. And I, I just love it because I love anything to, to make you raise your vibes. Yeah. And make you, and make you feel better. I mean, if you ask anybody, what do you want? What do you want in life? And, and whatever goal that is, whether it's to make a certain amount of money or get a job or publish a book, whatever that is, if you keep asking questions, um, okay, so why do you want that? And how will your life look different? And how will you feel? We're all genie ultimately after an internal state. We're mm -hmm. all, whatever our goal is, because of how we expect it will make us feel on the inside. And that's the name of the game, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if we can go through life having inner peace, and our emotions dominated by feeling either neutral or happy or at peace, what other measure of success could be better than that? Not to say that the, the, the money or other goals, they're all wonderful, right. but, but ultimately that's what we're after. And exactly what you did with the book is great. I even encourage that in the beginning because it's a, it's a quick read that in the beginning, the intro explains a little bit about the science and why this matters for you and the people around you um, and your ability to achieve more, actually, the, the higher your vibes are, uh, to go through and read everything and see what resonates with you. There's 21 different ways. Right. Not all 21 may work for you. You may pick three and do them seven times over 21 days. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not a big fan of structure. <laughs> you know that. So <laughs> um, so what, whatever works. I see. We have a special guest. I just saw a little ginger move and I absolutely oh, love it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I see your little head back there. Oh, yes. So awesome. Now, also, I want to dive into Little Pink Press because I've even talked to you about, you know, writing a book and what do I do next? So how did you get involved in that and what do you do for others? Sure. So it's kind of a funny thing. I've, as you know, you've mentioned 21 ways to raise your vibe as my most recent book. Um, my first book was happy bitch. Yeah. And when that came out, Jeannie, I honestly, one of the most joyous days of my life, when my first physical copy came to the door, UPS delivered it and I opened it and held it. I was literally dancing around the house. Yeah. I was so proud of myself and so happy. And whenever I would talk to somebody and I would mention that I was a published author, they would say, oh, I have an idea for a book. And I would say, you have to write it. You, ha you have to do it. Just do it. I'll help you. Because I feel so passionately that so many of us have a story to tell um, that no one else on earth can ever do. No one else has ever lived, ever living now or living in the future can tell your story. And I was started just telling people, do it. I'll help you. I was so excited about it for them because they yeah. wanted to get it out of their head and for them to hold their book. And so I helped a number of people just because I loved it, um, including our good friend Deborah Hanlon with her yep. book in, in the Presence of Proof. Yes. Um, and then I was like, you know, so many people kept coming to me like, am I trying to get a message here from someone that I should be a publisher? And I thought, you know, the normal self-doubt, well, that's a crowded space. Who am I? How am I going to get the word out there? And then one day I'm a very visual person. I design all of my book covers before I write my books. Um, I designed the logo for Little Pink Press and I put it up on the board in my office and I waited another couple of months. And then one day I just put it out on Facebook. I'm here, happy to publish books uh, for, uh, for or by women. 
And I got my first referral from the woman who edited my first book. And she referred me for a woman who was 80 years old and had written a phenomenal, uh, very compelling memoir called Beyond the Mountain. It was 80,000 words. Um, and uh, it was just a joy to do. And since that point, I, I've lost count. Maybe I'm up to 30 books or something by now. Um, so just by word of mouth, because I love the process so much and the people I work with, I, I remove any fear, any barriers. I'll get you published. We'll do this. And they realize how fun it is and how rewarding that they, they tell their friends. You know, you did that when you published the 90 day credit challenge, you tell all your friends and your family, you're so excited and proud. And then they just keep referring to me and it's just, it's so awesome and I consider it a complete privilege to be able to be part of that process for somebody else. Right. So I offer, first of all, the first phone call with anybody is getting their fears out of the way and really encourage them. You got to do this and you can do this. And here's your options for getting published. I don't look at it like it's my job to convince them to work with me. Mm -hmm. I look at it like it's my job to convince them to go write their book. And here's your options. If I'm the right one, great. If not, I've helped encourage you, then that's fine. So encourage people, educate them as to what their options are to get published. And then I do all of the logistical aspects of designing the cover, putting everything in the right format, laying out, designing the interior, securing the ISBN. Um, everything is printed under my imprint, Little Pink Press. And so far to date, I've set it up so that everyone maintains 100% of the rights of their books. Um, I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to trap anybody into anything and let them have that flexibility. That's awesome. And you make it sound so simple, your job of that, but it isn't. I mean, all of those steps, it's very overwhelming because a lot of times people have the story to share and then they just stop at that. So knowing you exist, you have a business that does this, you love doing it. I it's do. The perf it's the perfect team. I love that. And and, and, it's, and I'm, I'm a little, I don't know, odd, I suppose, because I have this, this unique balance between the left and the right brain. I get visions, you know this, yes. <laughs> for like a cover of the book. It'll come to me every time. And it's like, sometimes it comes like a download. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. And for me and for my clients, that happens. So that creative aspect, which I love, and I can do so much in Photoshop and designing the covers, love that side. And then I can also sit for hours with a full-length self-help book or memoir and lay out the interior and make sure all the margins, spacing, font, every, I can do that technical aspect as, as well. And I love them both. Yeah. And I love books. It's so funny because my friends who know me from back in the day in school, I couldn't stand picking up a book. And people <laughs> who know me now, they can't believe that because I've always have a book on my desk, in my hand, by the bed, in between, in the living room. Like there's books everywhere. And I find it amazing because sometimes... I just want to learn a little bit. And in a book, I feel like, well, the books that I pick up that I resonate with, and I'll say someone, they can work 20 years in their career, and they're sharing all of this knowledge in this book that I can read over a weekend. Yes. And I learned 20 years of, you know, whatever they're sharing. And I walk away and I can learn a lot. I can learn one thing from it. It doesn't matter, but I'm, I'm always shocked, you know, just how 
the books, the passion I have for the books and this obviously storytelling and it makes you escape. And I absolutely love books so much. And it's just shocking <laughs> because <laughs> I, I'm sure some of my friends who are listening are like, yeah, that's not how Jeannie was in school, but <laughs> it's what I've become after I realized there are sections in the, you know, library that I actually enjoy, not what was, you know, what I had to learn. But anyway, um, I also wanted to ask you, well, I ask everyone who comes on, how did you learn about credit? How did I learn about credit? You yeah. specifically or just credit? No, in general? just like the first time. Like, what was your first experience with credit? Oh, oh you know what? Gosh, thank you. You just pulled up a really, really young memory. Uh, when I was still living at home with my parents, a teenager, and uh, I started working when I was 14, got my working papers, and then my first job was uh, picking up garbage and um, laundry at a motel. Um, but, and my mom had worked there and that's how I got that job. But I was very driven to uh, save money. Mm -hmm. And then when I got my license and I wanted to buy a car, I had enough money to do that. It wasn't going to be a fancy car, but you know, I had saved up. And my mom said, uh, no, you're going to leave the money in the bank and you're going to get a loan. So mm -hmm. I could start establishing credit. That's funny that you asked that. Oh, I haven't thought of that in a long time. That's yeah. so nice. Mama Chewy, <laughs> bring her up into the podcast because yeah, amazing woman and so smart, right? Learning early about yeah. how important credit is. And you know, I share all the time I learned the hard way. So when you have that, you know, that your mom was so great to say no, you're going to need to begin. Uh, yep. That's really amazing. And when it comes to credit, like we were talking about, um, it's the beginning of a new year, right? So um, finances are a big topic. Credit is a big topic. And I feel like sometimes everything's cluttered and we have to focus. And like, what is your take on all of that? Well, you know, when you first reach out to me and, you know, everything that I do in my uh, writing life between my first book, Happy Bitch, Hello Beautiful, 21 Ways to Raise Your Vibe in 21 Days, they're all intended to help people feel happier, feel better, feel more confident, uh, feel better about themselves, their past, their future, their life. Um, and in two, two out of three of my books, I specifically talk about how our physical space affects our mental space and vice versa. Um, so if we have a cluttered room or cluttered closet, we have stuff laying around that affects us mentally. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've done this where you stuff piles up wherever it is. And then every once in a while you stop and you clean out a closet or you clean out a drawer or your office or whatever. And it's like, ah, you feel so much better. And I feel like there's, also a connection to how we approach our credit. If our credit is messy and you deal with a lot of people, Jeannie, and surprisingly, I think for most people that it's not all because they don't have money mm -hmm. or they don't have the ability to pay their bills or not paying attention, they don't care, or they feel like it's gotten so bad, they don't even want to look at it. I feel like that is our cluttered closet. Yeah. And it's a drag on our energy. It's a drag on our mental space. And if we make that decision to say, you know what, I'm going to pause and clean up my closet. I'm going to pause and clean up my credit. I 
promise you, if this is something that's been hanging over your shoulder, um, it will absolutely affect you mentally in a positive way. A hundred percent. And you are right. It is that, you know, you don't know where to begin, right? So, but it's just beginning. It's just mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to pay attention and whatever that takes, instead of, I can't even tell you how many people I, I'll talk to, they're afraid to look at their credit report. And they don't want to open the closet door. They don't want to open it. That's it. That's it. And then yeah. once they do, I'm like, they always, at the end of our call, they'll always say, I feel so much better. Yes. And that was just the beginning. We didn't even roll up our sleeves and do any work yet. And that's the beginning. And that's what I love, you know, because I know that fear because I was there. I know yeah. exactly how it feels to be trapped, not sleep at night, worried about answering the door, worry about answering the phone, who, you know, what am I going to get in the mail, all the notices with the red marks outside <laughs> saying past due, you know, it's just, uh, but then once you say, I'm determined to change that, it, it can be done. So, uh, you know, I'm glad like you mentioned that when we were talking earlier, so I'm glad we brought that up. And it costs also you more certainly than higher interest rates, which that's an absolute, yeah. as you know, if your credit is poor and you need an auto loan or a mortgage, um, it costs you more, but it costs you more than that. It costs you your energy, um, your worry, your mental space. It's costing you your inner peace and happiness. Yeah. Well, that should be maybe your next book. <laughs> <laughs> talking about all of those things because it's true when it comes to your energy and it's it's once you hear the word energy too or raise your vibe and you're really paying attention you hear it all the time like mm -hmm. i've noticed that like i'll be listening to a webinar and it's maybe about you know to build on um your business or whatever but they're talking about energy throughout it Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just once you click in and you realize, you know, you want to feel that way and you want to feel good. And talking about happiness, too, like, obviously, I'm a big Disney fan. I talk about it all the time. My favorite quote from Donald Duck is happiness is the richest thing you'll ever own. Oh, I love that. Right? My oh. Donald Duck. So <laughs> He's your favorite character? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yep. Awesome. So as soon as I open up my office door, that's you know, uh, to go down stairs, that's on the wall. And I, love I absolutely love it because it's true. Even though I'm money hungry and I love those things, mm -hmm. it's not saying it's it takes away from the happiness, the joy, or whatever it may be. It just all works together. Exactly. And it's having that awareness. This is something I talk about as well in my book, that the goal is fantastic. We are, as human beings, wired to move forward. Um, if you're on a bicycle and you don't move forward, you're going to tip over, you're going to fall over. So it's healthy to have goals. It's healthy to move forward and to pay attention as we work in pursuit of those goals that we recognize that our peace, our happiness, our enjoyment of the journey is just as important as getting to the end goal. If you have this end goal and you are stressed out, miserable, sick, exhausted, all the whole way getting there. Is that really the way you want to do it? And I'm not saying there won't be moments in our lives when we got to buckle down and hustle. Right. Absolutely. But to keep that in mind that, wait a minute, is this really even the direction I want to go? Is, yeah. Because what I'm after that feeling that I'll get that goal and I think I'll be happy. I'll feel great. I'll feel proud. Um, but is what I'm losing along the way worth it? So it's just having that awareness. Yeah. I absolutely loved having you on. And let me say this. 
it, it always goes by so fast whenever I'm talking with you and your energy is incredible. People have to learn more about you. Go to carolpesci.com. Also, you have a podcast. You have your website that has all your information on it. Continue to listen and tune in to Carol because you will every single time walk away feeling 10 times better. Oh, thank you, Jeannie. That is, that is a very deliberate effort in my life 24-7 that who I come in contact, whether that's my husband, Craig, whether it's you through speaking today, whether it's a stranger in line at Target, whatever it is, that I want to do my best to leave people better off than before they interacted with me. Yeah. Well, you do that easily and I love you for it. So thank no, you I love so you too, much. Jeannie. Thank, Thank you, you for, for inviting. It's so on. fun to be on the other end. Usually I'm the right? one interviewing you on Happy I know. Hour. <laughs> this was fun. Thank you.